You're listening to Behind the Desk, a student's podcast. Welcome back to another podcast with me, John. Hope you're all keeping well in this crazy world we're living in. Uh, I've been really tired at the moment, not sleeping too well over the past few days. So if my voice sounds a bit tired and weary, I do apologise. So, aside from the small talk, today I want to talk to you about a side of my placement that has almost nothing to do with the studio, and that is Global Underground, the record label that is run by the same people as the studio, but it's different. And I thought it'd be cool to share this part of the business with you, mainly to show you more of a business side to the industry as a whole, because I'm sure a lot of you at home want to be producers and engineers but there's also a business side to things that you need to be aware of and you might even prefer it so today i want to share my knowledge and experience with the record label so far as always if you have any questions about anything i mentioned today leave a comment down below or message me at wellsy media on my facebook page so let's get started now i'm going to be honest with you I spend a lot of time working in the studio and not as much time for the record label. That doesn't mean I don't get involved at all. No, the record label Global Underground, to my knowledge, is a label that focuses on DJs and dance music, more specifically European dance music and DJs, and the music itself is really quite interesting. Some of the albums are really chilled and trance-like, and then there's others that are more techno and upbeat and that kind of stuff. Now, I don't often listen to this kind of music, but it definitely sounds cool. So, that's just the kind of music Global Underground works with. But like I mentioned earlier, I'm not involved in the music side of it. No, I get involved with things such as packaging and delivering orders of CDs and vinyls and even cassette tapes. Um, as well as looking over important documents for albums to be released and trying to upload products and other items onto the website. Now, personally, I think it's really interesting to learn this kind of stuff and to experience how much time and effort and detail the process is in order for an album to be released. I'll give you an example of things I'm talking about here. So, me and the other intern, Tom, We were given the task to upload a digital CD to the website, as well as making sure people who pre-ordered this CD were able to get it before everyone else. And I'm pretty sure this whole process took about five hours to do, which is mad because I didn't think it would take that long. I mean, I did. I mean, we did cock it up at some point, so we had to start the process again from the start. But even if we didn't do that, it would have taken a long time to do. Now, uploading an album to a website sounds easy, right? Well, it's a bit more complicated than that. First of all, we had to take the tracks on the album and export each WAV file in Audacity so that we could change the metadata. This metadata was simple enough though, you know, only including the track name in the artist name. And then, we had to re-export each track as an MP3 so the customer had a choice of WAV or MP3. Again, not hard to do. Then, we had to do the same for the streaming track, which was basically all the tracks on one file. 
And finally, we had to get everything onto one USB stick ready to be uploaded online. Now, uploading online was a little annoying because we weren't uploading to the website where you buy the CDs, we uploaded to a different website so it could generate codes that we could then use on the website that we sell. And you could only upload about one gigabyte of data at a time. So we had to split the tracks into smaller folders which we could upload them on. And can you see how this has started to become a little time consuming and a little like lots of hoops and stuff to kind of jump through? Good. Now, back to your uploads. Once they were done, we had to change all the details on the store so they matched the CD versions. You know, make it a WAV or an MP3 or whatever. And finally, we had to set up a way for the pre-ordered customers to get the CD earlier. I mean, that was simple enough though. We just created a password and emailed that to the right people so there was no worries there. And after all of that, we did one final check to make sure the downloads worked and the passwords worked. And I was the one who tested it. And the download worked and the password worked. But when I checked the files, I, uh, I found out the metadata on the files was wrong. And I just got so confused because I'd already done the metadata and I was sure it was right. So I checked the USB that we uploaded everything on and turns out we uploaded the wrong files. This was like really frustrating. Like the fact that we'd done all this, jumped through all them hoops to find that it's all wrong. It was disappointing and to be honest a little bit soul crushing because like we had to do the whole process from the start and by the time it was done I was absolutely sick of uploading this stupid CD. So the important thing to take away from this is to double check every step of the process otherwise you might make a mistake and have to restart and that is not fun, trust me. So that's just one of the tasks we had to do for Global Underground, but there is other things we do as well. For example, there's a new album being released just before the end of the year, and at the moment the boss is getting me and Tom to double check the track lists for the album, uh, to make sure that they match the master file that we have, and check for any grammar mistakes or mismatch of track orders, and it's a task that's boring and a bit repetitive but you need to be so laser focused because basically if any of this is wrong then it'll be wrong when it goes to the printing company and then for the CD packaging and then we'll have to redo the whole task so I'd rather not do that so it's better to get everything perfect before we send it off to print and that's something else that I have to deal with in relation to the record label now this is another kind of detail checking task and I have gotten better at it. I definitely stop everything I do and give all my focus and attention to this task when I do it. So I'm getting better and noticing mistakes more often as well. So uh, yeah, hopefully that helps Global Underground in the grand scheme of things. And there is other things I do as well. Like I mentioned earlier, I do packages of orders and taking things to the post office and stuff. But that's not very interesting, to be honest. That's just like, I feel like I don't have to explain that because people kind of get the general gist of that. So in terms of tasks that I've done for the record label, that's pretty much it for now. 
Uh, I don't think there's anything else I can say on the label side of things. If I start doing more tasks related to the record label and you want to hear about it, then I'll let you know and I'll do another episode on it. Like I said, I don't have that much to do with the record label, but I do get involved every now and then. So, that's my experience with a record label and the business side of things. If you have any questions on what I've mentioned today, comment down below. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope it was interesting and shows you a different side of the music industry business. And hopefully it was interesting to listen to as well. I've been John and I'll see you next time.